0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your
1: cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on
0: Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, I am Francis and he is Julio. We're Oops the Podcast, we're back for another episode g
1: we are oops the podcast and we are back for another episode
0: good to be back with you back for another episode i look forward to hanging out with you and talking you know we we always text each other and say boy do we have a lot to talk about today
1: yeah it's funny it's like we're we're taking our friendship slow
0: (laughs) (laughs) well we save we save good morsels
1: yeah we save morsels for for the podcast
0: to make sure that our reactions to each other are authentic
1: this is true This is true.
0: And um, I wanted to talk to you about this. You know, when you wake up in the morning, is the first thing that you do, you grab your phone?
1: Usually, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I, for a period of time, had made an initiative based partially on what you had said to me, but like to go phone free for like the first 20 minutes of the day.
0: It is world changing. It's
1: world changing. To not like roll over immediate anxiety, immediate check what did they say? What did they reply? Are they mad at me? Like there's just so much shit.
0: Nobody ever woke up, picked up their phone, and saw that they had inherited a hundred thousand dollars. There's never good news waiting to start your day. <laughs> it's rare. Do you know why? Because good things don't happen in the middle of the night. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'll
1: tell you so to that point, I get direct deposits sometimes that I'm not expecting. Okay. Like from, but but it's it ends Must up being be a nice. negative thing, and I'll tell you why. Because say I I do a commercial or something, and I'm sitting there, I'm waiting to get paid. I'm like, oh, any day now, and I'll wake up at like four in the morning, and like, and like the the thrill of money potentially being in my account makes me check my phone, and then I can't fall back to sleep. Mm. Further reason for why you got to put the phone in another room if if this is a problem for you. Yeah, which was your your thing.
0: I have to say, I out of nowhere have just all of a sudden it's become much easier for me to wake up at seven in the morning
1: dude me too i don't know Let's where this came this. from
0: but first of all i'm going to bed early as hell i gotta be honest How with early? You. lights have been out ten forty five at the latest
1: that's that's pretty early
0: we it is very rare that well not rare but more often than not, the light is out before eleven, and it's not close.
1: But that's isn't it nice? <laughs> it's the best thing it's ever. Incredible. I was just thinking about Ben Franklin, dude. Whenever
0: well, he didn't sleep.
1: He didn't. What happened? Early to bed, early to rise.
0: Yeah, but he notoriously would go on. Would he slept like three hours, four hours a, a night?
1: God damn it! That fucks me up when like you hear a saying from like a great person, and then you find out it was bullshit.
0: I think it was him.
1: He was just up all night jerking it.
0: I think he was somebody Franklin, who went on very, very little sleep, but I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, th- I think that's the case.
1: I mean, I, I feel like you have a lot of fore forefather knowledge.
0: Yeah, founding,
1: founding is forefather even a word? Our Does forefathers are just people okay, who forefather. came before us. us.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, but the founding fathers, yeah, Franklin is forefather I think, as well credited as, as one. But Fucking he, Franklin. everyone also mistakes him for being a U.S. politician himself, and he wasn't.
1: Interesting. Yeah, it's true. He was sort of think. like a.
0: Well, he was in the. He was the ambassador in to, to France. I think
1: he was like the Steve Bannon of the 18th century. <laughs> <laughs> he just had no formal position. He's he just had, around.
0: He, there was some weird stuff with him. I don't know how sweet he actually was. People give him a lot of credit, but he did some funky stuff, man. I don't know,
1: dude. It just you know, it just makes you wonder. Like, does being a good guy get you anywhere? Yeah. In this life, people don't. People remember what you achieved. They don't remember that you fucked over, I mean Seymour Johnson.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? That's right. And and speaking of you know good guy stuff, so so to this point of waking up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the sometimes I'll wake up the other day. I, I spoke to you. <laughs> Sorry, Dude, you called
1: know. me early. It felt great to be ta- chopping it up early it's, in the morning. I know
0: you're up, and it's good. I call you in the morning. <laughs> Um, I called you in the morning and, and, you know, I know we're going to get to the point of the conversation. So you and I have the luxury of a you few know, minutes of just chopping it up, wading through the nonsense. Let's ease ourselves in. And, uh, I said to you, you know, what's, you were like, Hey, what's up? And I said, do you ever wake up and immediately the first thing you do is you read a bad email and it just ruins your day. <laughs> there's there's no coming back from that
1: there's no coming back there's no
0: coming back from that i am not equipped that early in my day before i've had my coffee before i've had my overnight oats before i've had my (laughs) shower you know all those things to 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 be mentally resilient enough to process a negative email the correct way right right you're too raw You've just tumbled out of bed like a baby deer falling out of a <laughs> womb. Your immune system is not set up yet. You're 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 prone to hackers you're and too, malware. You're too raw. You're too raw. <laughs> you're too fresh to the world. Hello world. Yes. And you're just immediately getting fucked. You haven't uh, you haven't re- <laughs> regrown those outer layers of skin that armor you against the the, right. the experience
1: all you have none of it yeah you wake up fresh and easily manipulated yes bright-eyed
0: at the very least it will affect you more than it should and uh boy i remember (laughs) that and just set the tone set the tone for the day and the whole day was an uphill battle yeah the whole day was an uphill battle and and it basically was me holding on until i could have my half beer and my couple puffs of my weed vaporizer to to that's really sweet, sweet settle G-man. back in for that wonderful sleep
1: dude totally it's it's funny like the here's the question though is that is this a bad email that you were anticipating or is it like a e- bad email that you weren't anticipating they're two different things
0: um, like if you
1: send a nasty email and you know you're gonna get some like curt oh, response yeah. and you're just waiting for it you go to bed without getting it and you just wake up and you like quickly check your phone mm-hmm. like oh my god it's him
0: yeah that sucks then dear you're, francis
1: fuck off you're, you're bleeding like, oh one
0: day into the next you're you're carrying over a stench that's terrible i think this one caught me off, off guard i don't okay, think i was okay. expecting it
1: which is just as bad as in its own way but dude i think that this is a reason i think you have talked about this before to me and i it's totally true and i've tried to really uh put it into my routine but it's like if there's a contentious situation Just hopping on the phone is always the move. My girlfriend says it too, actually. It just really, the text, there's too much like, totally. you just got to hop on the phone.
0: Get on the phone.
1: And it makes it, not only is it easier to understand what's actually going on, but both sides disarm a bit.
0: They do. And it's much more pleasant. Typically, the offended other party is grateful that you've made the effort to either call them or FaceTime them. Totally. They take that as a peace offering. Totally, man. So everyone becomes friends again.
1: Like in those moments in like a TV show where like somebody fucks someone else over so bad and then the guy shows up and he somehow squashes it. Mm -hmm. I know it's a TV show. He's like, listen, man, I know. And I kind of just envy that. I'm like, that's like, that's the way we need to be living our lives.
0: conflict resolution.
1: Conflict resolution. Do what you got to do. Stop being a pussy and then deal with it.
0: Dude, it's it's the equivalent to basically when people, when you take on these long, dragged out text battles that are petty and passive aggressive and filled with half meanings where you basically send vague texts right. for the intention yeah. of mind-fucking Ooh, the, this the will recipients. this'll fuck with them. This'll fuck with like them. Like they say something mean to you and you just write back, LOL. That's my yeah. favorite, dude. That's, that's
1: really good. Someone
0: says something really horrible to me and I just write back, LOL.
1: Dude, you're funny because you, on one end, you absolutely hate dealing with these situations, but on the other end, you sort of are like ready to go for the like
0: sometimes it's
1: odd like sometimes you're like fuck this guy and you have no problem being like fuck off and then other times someone's like someone indicates even you may not even be right they indicate that they're upset and you're like shook as fuck
0: so i know the moves i know the correct <laughs> moves to make but that doesn't mean that i feel good about them interesting so i will i know the right move to play in these in these games but internally <laughs> i am it's a, it's, a, it's a roiling, flaming war within me of emotion. Yeah, it's tough. But all they see is the text, which is the correct play. So all as long right. as you... That's the whole key. If you care about winning a text battle, you just can't show emotion. You can't show that you've been moved to anger right. or frustration or anything. The first person to send a steaming emoji uh, loses, <laughs> basically. Yeah.
1: To all our listeners, my challenge to you this week is to tell someone to fuck off. Mm. It feels really good. Mm. And, you know, and nothing's going to happen. What are they going to do? Are they Are going to kill you? They're not going to yeah. do shit. Tell someone to go fuck themselves. You'll be amazed at how good it feels.
0: Here's another thing you can do. <laughs> another thing you can do, if you're in a text battle with somebody, and, and by the way, I don't have read receipts turned on for anybody, just because I, I don't want people to know. I, I'm, same, not, same. I'm not great at responding to text sometimes, so I don't want people to know that I've read it and then moved on with my life and forgotten. (laughs) But one thing you can do is mid-text battle, you can turn on your read receipts, and then Ah. they will just see... That you read their text and didn't respond, and you're oh, wow. icing them.
1: <laughs> That's sassy as fuck, dude. That's so sassy. If you did that, I'd be like, did you just turn on red receipts? Uh,
0: oh, is it red Which, receipts? And then you
1: have just read it, and then to that, you have read it. That is the answer.
0: That's funny. So you say red receipts. I say red receipts. I think some. I've heard it both ways, and, and I don't Semantics. think that there's a correct way. Yeah. But I, I've always thought it was read receipts. So... um. Dude, I, I have to tell you something. Uh, I think this is great. But my my, my advice to anyone listening would be um, really make an effort. You know, I, I've said this before. Keep your phone in a different room. You don't necessarily need to do that. But when you wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off. Get out of bed. Unplug it. Get in your shower or brush your teeth or get up to your kitchen counter and make your coffee and your oatmeal or whatever, your breakfast, before you start scrolling. If you can get four to five steps of your day underway before you phone. dive into that, I'm telling you, dude, it's, it, it's something about it. Or you've got momentum. And, dude, it gives you yoga brain. Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know for our yoga, our yoga people who listen to this podcast, but, like, you know that feeling you have after you do yoga? You have all this space in your brain to think and breathe. It's the same thing. It gives you that same sensation. Yeah. So Hmm. definitely, dude. So it's funny. My parents got me this like GQ sampler thing for Christmas, like sort of a random gift. I think they like asked my girlfriend what to get me. Is
0: it clothing or is it? It's like
1: facial products and and like you know all that kind of shit. Oh, fun. Pre workout. I don't know. It's like a variety of things. Some of them are great. Some of them I'm like I'm never gonna use this. But um, one thing that was in it was this thing called an impact deck. Have you heard of this? No, dude. I made like a little song for him, like the impact deck, the impact deck. Anyway, there, there's
0: <laughs> I'm curious about the song.
1: There, there's cards, and each card like challenges you huh? to like do a thing that day or something. It's like ask someone for help when you like if you need it or something. Mm. I'm like this is kind of cool. You know That's I mean? fine.
0: Have you employed the questions? No,
1: because like I I feel that I am good enough at sort of like analyzing my life. I'm sure there are plenty of places where I can improve, but if like. I'm in a tough situation. I can like challenge myself to be like, you don't want to do this, but you should. Mm. I feel pretty good about that. But yeah. like, you know, I might go to the impact deck, but it's, it's an interesting thing. If anybody right. feels like they need something, I'd like be,
0: that. I'd be keen to, to read some of those impact deck cards yeah. for sure. I'll bring them. Chris, what do you days? got? Um,
1: there's like this other thing called, we're not really strangers. That's kind of like that, but it's like with people and connecting with people more. So mm. if someone's looking for something like that, they have that. That's the, pro- fun. the problem with that is, do you ever call someone who, to, to like chat who isn't expecting it and they just make you feel like you're a fucking loser
0: <laughs> yes i've done that before. like hey what's
1: up and they're like hey uh what's going on
0: yeah so yeah. like
1: i feel like th- that's the problem with shit like that is like you have to be okay with people not being ready for it
0: yeah that's true i used to do that in seventh grade with girls all the time <laughs> i would call them and they did not expect or want me to call them <laughs> but you would call landlines so they didn't have a choice
1: that's hilarious you would
0: say you'd get their parents and yeah. you'd say may i speak with dana and they'd say sure and, Dana. and then the dad or the mom it's frankie really i wouldn't tell them who i was because <laughs> the girl didn't expect me to call you had to fucking and on the and lab. then i would get on the phone with the girl and i would talk to her and then i would get to school the next day and tell everyone we were dating. And then her friends would come up and be like, just so you know, she doesn't want to talk to you on the phone. (laughs) No way that happened. That's insane. I totally misread situations in middle school.
1: Middle school is a tough time, man.
0: People say that it was one of my favorite times of my life.
1: Just getting shot down by chicks on
0: the landline. I was, but (laughs) I was also dominating sports in a, in a way that, you know, almost shack esque. (laughs) I was so much bigger than everybody else at that age that there was nothing anybody could do. I want to, I I want to tell you about this before we move on. um,
1: This reminds me of like, I friend zoned myself many times in middle school (laughs) and it made, it made me think of a good rule to employ. Mm. You shouldn't be chatting on the phone with a girl that you've never kissed. What? That is my, unless you don't mind being friend zoned. If you have a crush on a girl, You shouldn't be calling her to chat Mm -hmm. if you guys have never kissed. Take her on a fucking date. Stop being a fucking, stop being weak.
0: I agree with it now that I'm, now that I'm seeing it from your perspective.
1: Swoop in, put your arm around her and be like, let's go out. Even if it means fucking hanging out in your basement in your middle school and sitting on opposite ends of the couch or whatever.
0: And you know what the ultimate friend zone bummer was in middle school that I didn't even acknowledge because I was so head over heels with this girl, Molly.
1: Dude, my fucking middle school crush was Molly too. Yeah, I had continue, a, continue. I had a
0: big thing for Molly. She went to Greeley, different school, girl across the tracks, you know. <laughs> big fan, big fan of hers, and we used to talk <laughs> on the phone all the time. But I could hear the click-clack, click-clack of her typing on AOL Instant Messenger whilst Ooh. I was on the phone with her.
1: Multitasking.
0: That was a tough pill to swallow. <laughs> But I did it because I couldn't find my dick. <laughs> I was you know, you 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 think that you've got this person's ear that they're not they're giving you ten percent of their attention. She was probably talking to fifteen other dudes.
1: Yeah, you're like, you know, it's like crazy. I'm just having trouble, and she's just going, uh huh,
0: mm-hmm. uh huh, yeah. And the and and you'd be like,
1: and you're like, right? And she's like, uh huh. Yeah, and and there's a delay. There's <laughs> yes, a delay. Yes. It's
0: as if you're speaking with somebody in a different country. <laughs> anyway, dude. All right, so so so, <laughs> Julio. Let's hear it. I wrote a series of tweets Great. as a story, I, which I, I posted on my Instagram.
1: Dude, I thought that the story was true the whole time until I'm going to read
0: it. Oh, I'm going to read God. this. This is a here's the here's the tweet thread. Feel good story incoming. Every day, I pass a homeless man outside the bagel place on Eighth Avenue. He never asks for money or food. He just stands there and braves the cold with a warm smile and a God bless for all who pass. One day, I brought him an everything bagel with low-fat scallion schmear, toasted. Unwrapping it, his eyes widened and his voice was soft. Toasted? Seriously? The next day, I brought him his bagel, untoasted. That's how our friendship began. His name is Sal, and he worked for Jamba Juice before they shuttered the location due to a rodent infestation. Apparently, the mice chewed through the electrical wiring for all the blenders. The corporate bigwigs shut the place down, and Sal was back on the street. As the weeks passed, I learned all about Sal from the year he filled scuba tanks to the miniature golf course he torched in Boise for insurance payouts. He admitted his faults and said he wasn't a perfect man. Call me a romantic, but I've always believed in second chances. I browsed job websites, trying to help my pal Sal back on his feet. He was open to anything that didn't humiliate him. All a man's got is his dignity, he'd say, which isn't profound or even true necessarily. But Sal likes people, so I submitted him for a post at a hardware store. I listed myself as a reference and took a call where I manufactured a few stories about his incredible work ethic and character. But when I told Sal he'd been selected for an interview, he turned his eyes downward and shook his head sadly. He didn't have any nice clothes to wear. I brought him back to my apartment where we picked out some clothes. It was like one of those transformation scenes in a rom-com. My girlfriend said he looked dashing. He gave her a wink. I should have sensed trouble, but I was too excited for Sal. Sal got the job. Two weeks in, he tackled a shoplifter to the sidewalk and pulled his arm behind his back, snapping his radial bone. But it was pointless. In the fall, The thief impaled his kidney with the stolen flathead screwdriver in his waistband. He died of internal bleeding. Even so, Sal was hailed as a hero and promoted to manager. With his newfound income, Sal bought himself veneers for his teeth and switched to a plant-based diet. He upgraded his wardrobe, but he still hadn't returned the clothes I'd lent him for the interview. The next time I saw my clothes, they were in a heap at the foot of my bed, but I was more focused on the sight of Sal and my girlfriend performing mutual oral. Except he was on top, which you rarely see, so her nose was buried in the wiry, frothing bird's nest of his taint bush, and I'm single now, I've quit carbs completely, can't even look at a bagel. I've lost a bunch of weight, and I have a new outlook and It's hard to say if I saved Sal or if he saved me <laughs> now,
1: what a lovely tale,
0: Julia. I thank you for letting me read that. To its completion, certainly. But here's my question: Why would you have thought that that was a real thing?
1: Because <laughs> I, I, until I got to the end, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was, actually, I thought it was real until he like got promoted and shit.
0: Good, good. That's fine. That's fine. You, you got off at the right exit. Yeah, Julia. How many DMs would you <laughs> think that I received? from people asking me either is this real or wishing me well as I recovered from one of the world's most traumatic breakups you could possibly experience (laughs) how many how many people do you think messaged? you just
1: groomed your successor um I don't know um hopefully not that many but was it a lot
0: over a hundred.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Dude. Over a hundred people weren't sure. Oh at at worst, weren't sure. Some were sure oh, and sad for me.
1: Well, at least they're nice people. <laughs> Jesus, dude.
0: Listen. That's great. Here's, here's the message, okay? I'm a comedian. Nothing I say is real. I haven't said something real into a microphone on Twitter, on Instagram, I haven't done at the like I say real things on the podcast, but especially when I'm trying to be funny, which is the majority of the time. This is a comedic podcast. I elevate them from a two to an eight. If I feel it at a two, I elevate it to an eight for you know, entertainment purposes. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't begrudge people for being, I guess, duped. Right? You want to believe this tale of transformation (laughs) of. Bringing this homeless guy off the street and, and getting him a job, only to find him on on the top side of a '69, '96ing, I guess you would call it. But but I am, I am astonished that that people who know my brand and who know that I'm what I do. I mean, the same thing happened when I wrote the fucking email about swinging my dick all over the place. Oh uh,
1: yeah, yeah. That was great. No, dude, it's true. Like people need to like, at some point understand what they're dealing with. You know what I mean? I I was happy that it wasn't real because if it were real, it would have been like insane that you were like, I've helped this homeless guy. Yes. You know, like the way, like when people film themselves giving like school children money, it would have been like the same as that
0: am i am i listen (laughs) i'm not i'm not mad at this i I think it's hysterical and actually frankly i i love living in a world where people aren't sure i want to to me that is a a a place where comedy should live where Mm -hmm. where you're dancing along a tightrope of like is this real are some parts of it real and nobody really knows for sure because that Mm -hmm. makes people nervous and people laugh more when they're nervous but um Having said that, unfortunately it leaks into other aspects of my life which as we've talked about many times before, I get in trouble for. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, people will take me at face value for things that I say when all I'm really trying to do is be funny.
1: I was wondering about this because occasionally you'll like loop your girlfriend in on a tweet, you'll like say something about her and it's like very obvious that you're joking. That you're completely joking. Yes. Where you're like she did this or like I know you have like that if we want to call it a series uh huh. Where you're like, she did this today, she did that today. And like, do people ever get mad at you about that? Do you ever get like DMs, people being like, you should be like, that's fucked up or something? I don't know. Are you,
0: would it be, are you, do you mean someone in defense of my girlfriend? Right,
1: right. Like ignoring the kind of satire, the satire aspect and, and thinking that you're like airing your girlfriend out and like,
0: um, here's the thing. I, whenever the the vast majority of the time now whenever i include my girlfriend in a tweet it's something self-effacing right right like my girlfriend saw me doing this or saw me clipping my toenails or you know right. whatever it is i i try to use her as a foil of goodness right. against my animalistic brutish behavior because she's so put together and so elegant right. and so beautiful that, you know, she's the person against whom I, I see all my mm-hmm. monstrous qualities.
1: And it's a good comparison for comedy's sake, right? Like, she's the constant and you're the variable. Yes. Like, you use her as the comparison exactly. for what is normal and then insert your whatever the fuck you're doing.
0: Exactly. Right. Um. Every once in a while, yeah, I guess I'll I'll do that. Something that's a little bit meaner, but I don't feel great about it. And, and uh, you know, I've tried to really get away from that. Dude, my old stand up used to, it was always about like, do I think, ab- I think about, about this? Girls I dated or something.
1: Now that I have some, some like uh, distance from my comedy and I can kind of like think about my, my jokes with a fresh mind, I'm probably tossing 60% of my material. God, yeah. And I have enough to have like a good, whatever amount of time. Like, I'm not worried. Like, once things get cooking, like, I'll be able to go on the road and fill that time again. But like, it's also going to be fun writing new shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. When the, like I'm not doing it yet, but like when it appears imminent that like long sets of comedy are on the horizon, then you know, I guess dive back in, we'll see.
0: Yeah. It's funny we say all this. I actually wrote a stand up joke the other day. Really? <laughs> that is so mean and so vulgar. <laughs> And so, not true. The joke is, uh, I got COVID and lost my sense of taste and smell. So, thank God, my girlfriend loved it because I was finally able to go down on her. <laughs>
1: see, dude, horrible,
0: see? horrible. <laughs> thank
1: you. You're acting like I was crazy for being like when you shit on your girlfriend. you no, I get mean
0: I won't even. I won't even bring that to the stage because it's disgusting, <laughs> not true, and you know, fucking element. It's so it's juvenile. We have graduated past that line of thinking, that low-hanging fruit, and even if we can't replace it with better jokes, we know better than to mine that field. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you first start out, that's all you got. Right. You, you, I was fucking this trip the other day. Yeah. You
1: think about what, like, what are they going to think is cool and funny, as opposed to like what do I think is funny? Yeah. What do I think is funny gets you to that exactly. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Well, dude, I had a funny, uh, funny idea for a thing that I want to bring up. So oh, I, was th- I was reading this story and I was like, wow, that's incredible. So I think that this is the thing that I'd like to bring up if we can find more of them you know, in the future. If you guys have any good ones, send them to us. But this I would like to call the stupidest criminals. I read a great story about a guy in Louisiana. And I don't know if you heard this story. No, I don't know that. But he I have. he raped his cousin. Oh god. And she was going to testify against him. So he's like I need to have her killed because I don't want to go to jail. So he hires these two guys to kill her. And they kind of try once I guess and it doesn't work out. I don't know what happened that time, but the second time they like go to her house and this uh, somebody else answers the door, her sister. And they're like are you so and so? And she knew they were looking for her, so she said yes. So they killed her. Oh God. And then they killed some other lady too, and they didn't even kill the person they were trying to kill.
0: What is happening here? What? <laughs> what? Where, where are we going? That's that's it. What a lovely, lighthearted <laughs> tale. What? Why did you bring this up, dude? I just thought that was the
1: stupidest crime I've ever heard of. Like, if yeah, you're, gonna, it's a nightmare. <laughs> if you're gonna kill, you shared
0: a nightmare with us. <laughs> if you're gonna kill her, kill her. Right? Oh my god! Oh, I appreciate you making everyone forget about that Cunnilingus joke I just told. <laughs> That's long gone. we just
1: one up for ourselves, but dude, listen. The, uh, uh,
0: I don't know. Like you're like I got something. Rape, <laughs> murder, murder kill the right person
1: dude that's just a terror that's a stupid crime in my opinion man
0: yes yes i I, it is a stupid (laughs) crime uh you know i you know i have to wonder like maybe maybe those guys would have had a better ability to find the right target if they had worn their bird dog's pants (laughs) If they had worn their bird dog's pants, if they had worn them, they might have had the wherewithal to get the right person. When you're hired to kill
1: someone, you need to make sure that you can escape swiftly and comfortably. That's right. And not look like you're wearing suspect clothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can't be identified by the fact that you're wearing uh, underwear and pants because the the bird dog's (laughs) pants have a built-in liner that's discreet and nondescript and nobody will be able to track you down or pick you out of a lineup
1: you won't sweat through the ass you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. if, if you get caught running away what are you doing wearing shorts
0: that's right that's right and and the thing about the bird dogs too is that if you use uh <laughs> promo code oops right now birddogs.com you'll get a pair of nunchucks yeah. which uh you know nunchucks are a far better uh, i think weapon to try to to kill someone with because if you start trying to kill them and they're like hang on i was just kidding i'm not actually that person you have time to stop right totally. before you go all the way
1: and dude it's also a great way to put your stamp on a murder you know what i mean the person's sure. hanging on and it's like like in Mortal combat when they're wavering is like finish him yeah and then you fucking take him down with the with the nunchucks and then you become the nunchuck killer yeah The nunchuck killer strikes again
0: the nunchuck killer you got you got private investigators standing at the crime scene smoking a cigarette going <laughs> it looks like they were killed with with not one, but two clubs, and they might possibly have been connected via a small chain.
1: There I was, checking into another motel. Yeah. I still hadn't found the killer. <laughs> That's great. It's great.
0: Smoky guy noir. Little, bird Dog's uh, Pants. Bird Dog's Pants. Uh, BirdDogs.com, promo code OOPS. Get your uh, pair of nunchucks with your first order. Go there now. Uh, that All was right, well, good stuff, dude. Sorry
1: that I fucking no, read, I, read the room wrong. There I, I have a question for you because
0: okay. this is something I've been thinking about. Sure. Um, Arson. Oh, God. Yeah. Arson. You're, you know something about arson.
1: Arson. That's my nickname.
0: Arson. Arson is an interesting crime to me, right? Mm. Because arson gets its own name as a crime. Right? Yeah. But all it really is is lighting something on fire. Right. And you think about the other crimes, the other big crimes that have their own word, right? Murder, mm-hmm. theft, burglary, whatever, extortion, kidnapping, rape, these are all big crimes, right? But arson does it really deserve its own word? Like why like, yeah. why why is setting a fire
1: lighting shit on fire
0: there's no pleasant way to thieve there's no other side of thievery or 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 murder where it could just happen on a camping trip and everyone would enjoy themselves around it
1: so so but there is though and i'll tell you why because i was charged with a lower degree of arson the same way that like manslaughter exists for murder like you didn't mean to do it Mm. But I guess it's also not called murder then. It's called manslaughter. I don't really know. But there are definitely different tiers that are like, there's a felony, there's a misdemeanor tier. If you're like lighting shit on fire on purpose, first degree arson,
0: mm. I don't know. Well, let me ask you this. Does arson, do the tiers of arson change based on how much damage you do to the thing you burned? It's a
1: good question, Francis. And the answer is yes. So, <laughs> so, So the way that I understand it, um, like for example, if I came to your house and burned it down on purpose, I think that's like a much higher level if you can prove that. Right. And then the same way, like if you're burning it for insurance, like our buddy, Sal, yes. <laughs> Sal, the, the fake homeless person, Sal
0: Jamba Juice. So I think
1: those yeah. are like two top tiers. But then I think that, that, so the next tier down, if you do it by accident, but you damage someone's shit, if you accidentally start a fire carelessly and start and burn down someone's house, that's a much bigger like a higher degree of arson than if you start a fire and no property gets damaged
0: okay but
1: which i learned because they told me they're like you're really lucky that you didn't burn down anyone's house I mean, oh, you would have been fucked mm-hmm. feel like your life would be
0: over okay i see i see so yeah there's pre you know premeditated arson there's accidental arson by the way you mentioned murder and manslaughter i've never understood why manslaughter is the lesser of the two uh the term manslaughter right. to me sounds so much worse it
1: sounds like ethnic cleansing i didn't something.
0: murder anyone i just slaughtered a man i
1: slaughtered the entire race it of sounds man. like
0: you went through a sheep herd with a scythe <laughs> and just gutted everything the lambs sight.
1: clarice the lambs
0: <laughs> so man i don't know i don't know crimes are, are fascinating to me arson's one where I'm not sure why I brought that point up, but it, it, I guess it's just really the terminology that I can't get my head around. Yeah. I, I don't think that arson deserves its own term. I think it should just be like fire starter. Right. I, fire. He, he fired it up. This guy lit a big fire. Yeah. We're, we're going to get it. What do you mean he lit a big fire? Oh, he burned a house down. Fine. Right. Understood. I think ra- racketeering to me is a similar. What's racketeering? Racketeering is mob shit. I
1: think it's just like doing illegal shit. Right, like what is it again?
0: Is it Chris, stealing? This up for us? Um, I always forget what the specific truckloads of booze.
1: I think it's more vague. I think that's bootlegging.
0: Oh, maybe racketeering. Can I have another guess, Chris? Before you tell us, racketeering might it have something to do with stealing government property? I
1: don't think so.
0: No. What do
1: we got, guys? They're running a racket. Uh, Examples of racketeering include criminal operations such as illegal gambling, prostitution rings, drug trafficking, counterfeiting embezzlement, and extortion. But to your point, like it sounds like meaning like in a mob setting, like an organized yeah, way yeah. of
0: doing those things. Well, you m- mob people are, seem illegal to be the only shit. ones who ever really get charged with racketeering.
1: Right. And these are all you know illegal businesses. Yeah. So let's assume that that's what it
0: means. So it's maybe organized business that's illegal. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. They're running a racket.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's is what is happening. Mm-hmm. Chris, what's
0: up? Here it says at the end,
1: such activities can have devastating consequences for both public and private institutions. So, like,
0: yeah, but uh, no, I get you, I get you, I get you, I get what like you mean. It's like a
1: group thing, I, right. That's what I meant by right. reading.
0: I wrote, I wrote arson here to talk about that, by the way. That was something I wanted to talk well, about. Dude, great. <laughs> that's a great let's one. let me let me bring us into something more positive really quickly right because yes. we, we've uh, yeah
1: we've cer- we've taken the
0: let's buy the dip here <laughs> ride this podcast buy the dip baby all the way to the moon buy the dip uh all right so here's something i i realize <laughs> we've talked about this before we've talked about when you or your girlfriend or significant other goes away for the weekend mm-hmm And how nice it is to sort of sleep in the middle of the bed and all the the things of being alone. The thing I haven't really talked about, which is, I think, a very important thing, is it's really nice to miss somebody. Yeah. I think missing somebody, if you've ever wondered if you love somebody, missing them is the clearest sign that you love somebody. Couldn't agree more. It's the clearest sign. Because when you're with the person that you think you love, right, it's very easy to conflate feelings of lust or even envy with being evidence that you love that person, right? Yes. Um, But some of those things can kind of be fleeting or, or, you know, elements of the flesh or whatever it is, instincts Mm -hmm. and hormonal. Missing somebody. When they're not with you and thinking about, like, I wonder what they're doing. I wish they were back here. My life would be better if they were here with me. That to me is the clearest sign that you love somebody. And it's really nice to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Florida mm-hmm. for the weekend.
1: Hey, how was Tell us about that. Um, After, Finish your point, but then I want well, to it. Oh,
0: it's, you know, right. yeah, yeah. the point is that when I got, I, I left for Florida on the heels of a week where. I had just been a little grumpy, you know, and I wasn't really being that, I wasn't that fun to be around. As you had talked about the pandemic wall, as I put it to people, I felt like I had just been staring at a gray wall for three months. (laughs) I needed to look at something different. I needed to look at the ocean or palm trees or green or some sand, any of that stuff. I needed something. I needed a different set in front of me and it was very restorative um it's the
1: most restorative thing in the world getting a a change of scenery it just fucking opens your brain up yeah and you just can think and reflect and it's just a wonderful thing
0: yeah and it was great uh spent some time with my parents and then i was supposed to come home on monday but i fortunately saw the weather Report early enough that I was able to change my flight to Sunday. That was a pro move, dude. I changed it, dude. I I changed it and I got on a three o'clock flight on Sunday. I landed at 7 p.m. I have to think that if I had been an hour or two hours later, I would have been in Florida the whole week.
1: Yeah, totally,
0: dude. And it's just one of those rare moments in life where you're like, boy, I got out. I got out like the president in independence day yeah. <laughs> right before everything exploded Dude, i think
1: about that moment in that movie all the time where he goes everybody's leaving new york what are you only schmucks trying to get in <laughs> Remember that scene they're like driving back into the fucking I, don't know. I i that movie does not hold up by the way does it not have you watched it recently no i no offense to anybody who loves that movie that movie sucks
0: Dude, I why, it was not. my
1: favorite movie as a
0: child. I, I watched it so many times. I
1: owned the VHS with the with the reflective cover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I the loved FBI it. FBI warning. Dude, Will Smith has 15 of the worst lines of dialogue in the history of cinema. <laughs> I'm out here walking through this desert, and what the hell is that smell? Like, as he's like yeah, dragging. Yeah, yeah, dude, there's yeah. some like bad moments. Welcome, the to special, Earth. welcome Punches him. Welcome to Earth. Punches the, terrible, the alien. The alien. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr.'s in it. What the fuck is that all about? Oh, yeah. And, dude, the special effects are terrible.
0: Yep. But at the time...
1: At the time, it was the best movie ever made. Best movie ever made.
0: <laughs> so, uh,
1: you all know... Right, so, but missing someone.
0: Well, let me tell you... I got to tell you this, too. Right. Going to Florida, right? I had not traveled on an airplane in in what felt like a very, very long time. And traveling is a little bit like getting in shape. Right, when you've jogged three of the last seven days, going putting your running shoes on, throwing on your headphones, going for a run, not that big of a deal, right? It's your totally. body is accustomed to it. Maybe you even look forward to it a little bit. Whatever, you know the routine, you know how to get through it. But when you have not traveled on an airplane in months, the prospect, the the process of getting in an Uber. From my apartment in Brooklyn, all the way to Newark, right where I got car sick because I forgot that I can't look at my phone when I'm in an Uber. <laughs> That's the worst. Right? So there's there's uh, o for one. Right? <laughs> I get out of the. I get out. I get. I get to the security, and I. I go. That, for some reason, TSA pre check wasn't. Oh God! Oh, that line was closed, so I was because was there was no one there. Or? I don't know what it was. That's man. annoying. But I went through all these random people and a lot of people who just didn't you know didn't seem to care much about keeping any kind of six foot buffer between us oh, yeah. so i'm nervous right because i'm now i'm going to i'm going to see my parents right and i'm now in in a, a line with all these random people and, dude
1: i mean like people are people are getting it a lot like i know a bunch of people friends who are getting it like obviously that's obvious but just like in my circles too right. like Everybody's getting it, so I understand why you're nervous.
0: So I did that, and then you know I get there, and for the first time in in all the flights that I've taken since COVID started, uh, there was a little bit of a delay. Uh, they had a some kind of check engine light on the airplane had come on, and they were like, "We're gonna we're seeing what it what it's about." How, how are we at a point where a light comes on on the plane and they don't even know what it means? <laughs> Like, I understand that with a car, you know, you see check engine, you're like, ah, fuck it. I got 400 more miles. (laughs) That's probably nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. But an airplane, I mean, I appreciate that they're investigating it, but I would have thought that we'd have machinery that can be a little bit more specific about what is ailing it. You know,
1: was the feeling of flying itself kind of like jarring after a big break?
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. a little I've bit of turbulence yeah, it, spooked it, it me more, you more, totally spooks you more. And secondly, I in the rush to pack and get out the door, I left my book mm. and I had intentionally uh, not downloaded any movies or TV shows onto my phone or my so laptop. To so to force myself to read my book, which meant that when I got on the plane for two and a half hours, I just had I had to zone out.
1: You had nothing to do. That's and, and
0: zoning out when you're a crazy person like i am <laughs> is really hard mm. it's there's no zoning there's no pleasant zoning out where you just wake up you got a little bit of drool you're like oh i've just been yeah oh, and this was the last 45 minutes ago
1: you would have never forgotten your book you know a year ago
0: correct yeah correct i was so plus you, you can't talk to the person next to you nobody talks right. to each other on airplanes anymore and i don't know if that's masks the guy next to me. Wearing two well, masks. Was there someone next to you? Yeah, next to me. Interesting. Plane was pretty full, dude. Really full. That's not idea. He's wearing two masks and the windshield eye visor. Oh, so that guy does not want to be spoken to.
1: <laughs> that guy. We're not
0: exchanging pleasantries. I'm not finding out that he works for IBM. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not banging him if he splits sixes against a four. As <laughs> Do he's you usually to, talk
1: to the person next to you.
0: You know, if I got nothing, if I got nothing, and they got nothing, you know. Maybe, maybe I will, especially if they're a young person, Yeah, you know, that's maybe I will. So, uh, you know, two and a half hours of, of nothing that sucked. Then I got there, had to take an Uber to my parents' place, which was another hour and a half Uber on highways. Uh, they didn't want to come pick me up because of COVID. And so I got to the house and that whole, you know, all that traveling felt like I was coming home from China, man. Yeah. Or, or, or Europe. It was, yeah not as easy as it usually is
1: what what is coming home from china like oh god is it a tough readjustment i've never gone that far east before
0: australia was way worse interesting but they're both really bad they're both really bad because like life altering go going there is no problem right for some reason going there is no problem coming back once you've once you've adjusted to their time zone dude coming back (laughs) just fucks you up there's nothing you can do you just, life sucks for, for me for two and a half weeks. Holy sucked. shit. I would be waking up at three in the morning, and I'm talking waking up as if I had slept a hundred hours. Yeah. <laughs> I would sit up out of bed ready to do burpees.
1: That's crazy. I would,
0: dude. it was, is it because it, it, your body thinks you've taken a power nap in the middle of the day? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, that was a night's sleep. And so you wake up at three in the morning and you're wide awake. And then you're wide awake, and then at 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. in the afternoon, you hit the hardest wall of, your life. of fatigue you've ever fucking hit. It feels
1: like it's 4 a.m., and you're just trying to, like, do your normal shit. That's yeah. crazy, dude. And
0: so you're you're trying to inch that forward an hour or 45 minutes every day, but it's it's a blinding wall of fatigue. And there's no amount of sleep pills or marijuana or drinking that could really shake you out of it until finally one day you're you're, you're kind of there you turn the yeah, corner yeah but it's hell dude yeah that's
1: crazy so dude the i had a thought about the missing your girlfriend yeah thing. yeah good. so so it's interesting people ask me sometimes if it's like hard to have a relationship giving given my lifestyle mm. you know a combination of you know having to travel for work and like before the pandemic started i was on the road quite a bit as were you and not to mention, just my general kind of like wanderlust, if you want to call it. Like, I bounce around a lot, right? And they the people assume that that would be a thing that would make a relationship difficult. But in my opinion, it makes a relationship stronger mm. because of what you're talking about. Because mm-hmm. it's like I'm constantly fucking missing my girlfriend because I'm always going somewhere. Yeah, it makes it so it makes it just like feel fresh all the time. Totally, you know what I mean? Totally. Um, so yeah, if in case anybody was wondering that that is what i what i say i feel like that forced you know occasional distance really makes our relationship really strong she travels a lot too so
0: so any updates on oh, the sure. old cohabitation <laughs>
1: front so we're looking it's a little early based on when we want to start our lease so we've kind of run into some roadblocks with that but we actually i had called you yesterday about mm-hmm. the fact that they were giving us a hard time about certain things and they ended up approving us without us without us having to like take oh that's great it was just the the broker trying to like cover her bases to give them the best possible whatever
0: that's what i said um
1: but it's yeah but dude it's amazing that is what you said it's amazing how um apartments are kind of like dating in middle school Hmm. where like you think you're gonna lose the apartment and all of a sudden you think you want the apartment so bad and then you get it and you realize you don't want it yeah. You know what I mean? It's this like availability thing. So now it's like so early in the game. This apartment's nice, but they're offering all these concessions, like months free. And the problem with the months free thing is, you know, you get three months off and then the next year you're paying more than you can afford or you're spending what that net effective difference was moving because you can't afford it.
0: So here's what I would advise you to do I would advise you instead of doing three, four months free on the first year of the lease. By the way, the reason that New York landlords and owners are advocating for free months of rent as concessions as opposed to lowering the rent is that as long as they give give you those free months of rent,
1: they don't have to lower the price. And then
0: they can still list the, the property right. as having rented for the original asking right. price, right. which means that going forward, you know, right. the, the, the property retains value. They
1: don't And also, you fuck the market up by like renting those apartments yeah. for more. You know?
0: The fact that we rented this place for as little as we did means that this guy who owns it can't sell it for a while.
1: So, dude, that is, and that is an important thing that we've been thinking about, dealing with a person who's the owner of the unit As opposed to dealing with some fucking management company.
0: Yes, but uh, the places where you're getting the best concessions are buildings that have tons of inventory. Right. So, like, But again,
1: but it depends. Just pick your poison. You know what I mean? Because like you said, the three months free thing can fuck you.
0: Okay, but here's here's what I would advise you. Right. Try to do a two-year lease with two months free on the first year, two months free on the second year
1: they wouldn't let us do it then then walk right. away i know and that's what we're doing
0: you will find something dude right. it is it is a golden land of opportunity for renters and dude right
1: we're start we've started so early like i'm very optimistic about
0: yes but know. having said that it's not always going to be like oh my god we're waiting for the great the great choice you know we might you might not find the perfect right. Of thing course. right you never will we feel like we did. You but, probably did.
1: But this apartment is sick. But you guys, your guys have a better budget than we do, I think.
0: Well, yeah. But whatever, whatever it is, even, even with my old place, which I loved, right. There were issues there. Right. You know, real, real problems. Like, uh, the, the, the backyard as sick as it looked was like the most mosquito infested <laughs> breeding. Gra- it was like Vietnam. <laughs> what is this? Japan? <laughs> I don't know if Japan has a big mosquito problem. <laughs> I was hoping
1: for one of those.
0: Probably shouldn't say that Vietnam and Japan have a lot in common. I don't think they do. But, uh... <laughs> but, yes, but it was there were so many mosquitoes that it was almost unusable. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, then there were the heating issues were horrific. Mm-hmm. The temperature was terrible. So you find things out. You find flaws and yeah, faults. You find them eventually. Everywhere. Uh, well, let you,
1: me ask you this. Today we looked at one of the sickest apartments i've ever been in
0: ooh um I dude like it was it was so
1: sick and like the guy who owned it he had been doing. he did a bunch of dope shit to it that just like not only was it stuff that made it cool and unique but it was stuff that made it cool and unique for us mm. it was gorgeous we loved it but it was on literally one of the worst blocks in the city
0: that's the way it goes
1: in and not in and like in the core city like let's take the sort of like quote unquote bad neighborhoods out of the equation and this is just maybe one of the worst blocks you can live on Mm -hmm. i wonder like what are your thoughts on that
0: all right so the first thing is you travel a lot i do so how often are you home
1: so dude that's the thing i don't really care that much about like and and i'm we're having problems a little bit because of this because she's like what do you think i'm like yeah it's great and she's like do you what do you really think i'm like i don't know like i don't fucking know anything like, I think whatever you think. Like, <laughs> if you love it, I'll do it. And she's like, well, I want to know what you think so I can know what I think. So we both think the same way in that capacity. But I just know that she knows better than me. So I'm just like willing yeah. to let her do it. But then it comes off as me being lazy, which I'm not. But like, so whatever. So it's this whole thing. So <laughs> so I don't actually know, man. But I do know that I hate the neighborhood. And I think that the neighborhood is a deal breaker for me.
0: Okay. that's Then Then say that. You right. have the right to say I that. Ended up,
1: I ended up finally coming to that. Actually, when I entered your apartment today. Oh. I realized that after we talked for like a second I was like okay
0: i Yeah. Look. Um <laughs> I I had said when we started our process uh of looking that that I really cared about staying in Manhattan. And uh my girlfriend was like, "Well, okay, you know, but let's maybe we should And and, and for a while we were only looking in Manhattan and uh-huh. we just weren't finding great stuff. And then we expanded our search and I did it almost to humor her even though I intended to keep putting my foot down saying that that was my one criteria that I really wanted to stay in Manhattan. But we found this place and then it was like, all right, I mean, we're never going to find anything remotely like this in Manhattan that is within, uh, you know, spitting distance of our budget. So as soon as they came down, it was like game over. And I can tell you that when your apartment is super sick, the neighborhood sort of fades away.
1: Right, right,
0: right. Um and you spend especially now. This
1: is also a good neighborhood. Let me just, you know. It
0: is. It's not bad. It's, I I would
1: argue that it's good. You don't think it's good, a good neighborhood?
0: There's 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 no like we you know, there's no good grocery right. store it's not the within, best neighborhood within, in the world. We but. we we like we rely on on grocery stores right, a right, lot right. and there's none that we can really use.
1: There's like a 30 minute walk Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's it's
0: a long, long, we have to get in a car to go get our groceries or we get them delivered. In which case we don't get the avocados that we've felt (laughs) ourselves at the store. We haven't felt the firmness. They've just been selected by some moron who just sees four avocados and picks them up and puts them in a bag. And it's like, those aren't the avocados we would have wanted. (laughs) Of course not. You didn't even do any kind of a squeeze test. Are you kidding me? Four avocados of exactly the same ripeness which means that we have to eat them faster
1: <laughs> the not, sliding scale of when, avocados when i
0: select avocados i pick four yes exactly it's a it's a graduating <laughs> yeah. scale you want one
1: for each day of yeah.
0: firmness so that they arrive at the proper ripeness at the right time right. and you start with the ripest one you eat that first then you go down the line anyway what about wegman
1: is that that's like
0: so Wegman's is an option. Is that um, is
1: that not walking distance? That's like
0: fifteen it's, minutes. It's fifteen minutes. Too Dude, far. So. Walking yeah. with your arms laden with grocery bags is not fun. It's and a farmers, it's a fucking CrossFit workout.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like a kettlebell farmers Literally. carry. Literally. And they rip exactly. So, you know, it's that is a that is an issue. Um, but the be you know, the beyond that, there there aren't really great restaurants here. There aren't many restaurant options there's here. There's
1: there's there's a few.
0: There's a couple. Once everything you're opens right, up, right, we though. will get sick of the options right. quickly. Yeah. Okay. So that's the second thing. The third thing, uh, and these are very New York considerations. Um, you're limited in your delivery options, and we don't get food delivered all that option often. But there aren't, you know, some of our favorite.
1: But this is your point. Like you have to concede something. You do. No matter what.
0: You do yeah you absolutely, you absolutely do. do and then and then finally, dude, uh transportation to and from the city right now, the F train is under construction. that's our only subway, really, and they on the weekends on the weekends, it doesn't even fucking run, dude. yeah,
1: yeah, you have to walk twenty minutes again,
0: and you gotta get to, to so, high to street, to and it's, street and it's a long whatever. way yeah. so you know, concessions, absolutely, concessions. but the apartment was too sick to pass up, and I have to say that especially now we both work from home, we're spending the majority of our time here choosing the best place you can get was the right choice for us yeah but for you guys if you're not planning to spend as much time there if you both travel a lot you know i don't know man it's it's amazing to look at like all these people i know who basically are willing to live in shoe boxes because they care so much about living in the west village i
1: know dude i know And it's like what are you doing that's so dumb yeah we're Why, how much
0: would you have to love the show sex in the city <laughs> to be to want to be carrie bradshaw that you have to live on perry street you know yeah i never understood that i know but whatever all right i just steamrolled the last 10 no, minutes good, here man
1: oops the podcast uh fuck don't remember it don't forget to tell someone to fuck off this week
0: <laughs> yeah. that's important and don't read your phone for the first 20 minutes of your day get some things done first yes. get moving
1: and also yeah the uh pack light is out finally check, check it out it's pretty awesome really psyched about it chris produced it
0: that's julio's travel podcast you check know it it's
1: out. uh it's produced it'll make you feel nice and zen listening to it i think yes. you'll enjoy it so check it out
0: lovely follow our youtube send us emails oops the podcast gmail.com i'm francis he is julio and we will see you soon thanks guys